From Real Estate Profit Lab, it's the Property Preservation Podcast, a show for entrepreneurs focused on building a recession-proof six-figure business and the little-known real estate niche of property preservation. Job pricing, bid submission, contractor recruitment, managing projects from your living room. The Property Preservation Podcast gives tried-and-true best practices that work in planning for critical areas that sink preservation vendors and their businesses. Learn from a property preservation pro who has successfully navigated the contracting process with industry gatekeepers and built a multiple six-figure-per-year preservation business that has generated close to $2 million over seven years. I am Danielle Pierce, and this is the Property Preservation Podcast. I am Danielle Pierce, founder of Real Estate Profit Lab and your host for today's segment of the Property Preservation Podcast. Join us in this episode as we discuss the importance of staying abreast of current news regarding the mortgage industry. We'll discuss why it's important to look beyond mainstream media publications when analyzing trends. Let's get started. You may be asking yourself why it's even necessary to study new regulations regarding REO, also known as bank-owned properties. It's important to understand new pronouncements affecting bank-owned properties since those properties literally represent the lifeline of the industry. Often, major changes are enacted that rarely make mainstream media, but have significant effects on the industry. Stated differently, more foreclosures typically yields more work available to spread around. As an example, Wells Fargo recently acquired $14 billion worth of delinquent government-backed mortgages. These loans were all over 90 days past due, and according to an article in National Mortgage News, when loans become delinquent, It's cheaper for Wells Fargo to buy the loans than to advance principal and interest and pay a 4% coupon to investors when their cost of funds is lower. Behind Wells Fargo, U.S. Bank also purchased the second highest total of delinquent loans coming in at $3.1 billion, followed by Carrington Mortgage Services, which purchased $800 million in delinquent loans from Jenny. Now, there's two schools of thought here. First school of thought is that these loans were not delinquent before the pandemic began and borrowers simply took advantage of the forbearances offered simply because they were made available and there seemed to be a huge push for people to do so. The thought is that these loans will soon resort back to positive status. Now, the second school of thought is that this is a negative sign for the housing market and these loans will continue to remain delinquent in the coming months and more loans will fall delinquent as well. This is the Property Preservation Podcast. A show for entrepreneurs focused on building a recession-proof six-figure business. In the little-known real estate niche of property preservation. We'll be right back. Hey there. Are you wondering whether this particular industry would be a great fit for you? If so, we've got great news. We've crafted a short assessment that will reveal the answer to this question in less than five minutes. Please head to propertypreservationmastery.com to complete it today. Again, that's propertypreservationmastery.com to take the assessment. You're listening to the Property Preservation Podcast. Subscribe now at propertypreservationpodcast.com. Welcome back. If you're even slightly active on social media, you've likely witnessed firsthand multiple discussions around mortgage forbearance. 
it literally seemed to turn into a free-for-all and somehow people convinced themselves that it was not required for anyone to pay their mortgage or rent because, quote, the government passed the law, unquote, and this law applied to everyone in the country. Nothing could be farther from the truth. The laws generally only apply to borrowers with government-backed loans. At no point did it ever apply to every single person with a mortgage. As it stands now, those temporary regulations are expiring within a few short weeks, and many people that have lost their jobs or experienced reduced income are wondering, what's next? Now, I've been active in this industry since 2013, and honestly, it took quite a few years before I was able to connect the dots between the inventory and work tasks assigned to my company in relation to industry rules and regulations around the country. I have since learned to bridge changes in REO regulation to my property preservation business and those of my students as well. This is also a critical goal for students enrolled in the flagship program, Property Preservation Mastery. While this practice does not have to be implemented from day one when you launch your business, it behooves all vendors to turn on their radar to ongoing shifts in the mortgage markets. Today, I make it a point to stay abreast of mortgage news relating to loan originations, inventory, and new pronouncements, and also changes in existing pronouncements as well. This is honestly the ideal approach for any vendor that plans to maintain longevity in the industry. Going forward, our plan is to continue to share valuable tips on the effect of changing rules and regulations as it relates to property preservation vendors. And just as always, the business owners with the strongest knowledge base will be the most successful. Right now, there's so many changes that are taking place. And honestly, you really have to go digging for this information. It's typically not publicized or found on mainstream news sites or online. However, subscribers of this podcast will be able to remain on top of trending news that ultimately affects their revenue just by simply tuning in every single week to our micro segments. Have an amazing day, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time. From Real Estate Profit Lab, this was the Property Preservation Podcast, a show for entrepreneurs focused on building a recession-proof, six-figure business and the little-known real estate niche of property preservation. Join us next episode as we share tried and true best practices that work and planning for critical areas that sink preservation vendors and their businesses. 